0: That a life event like this can leave us feeling broken and ashamed. Trust me, I can wholeheartedly relate because this was me just a few years ago. Unfortunately, most divorced women make the big mistake of thinking that time will heal this wound, spending months or years carrying this feeling of failure around everywhere they go numbing their pain, or worse, staying closed off to the idea of love again, and that's just backwards. Does this sound like you? I got you. I created a free masterclass called Divorce from Divorce without feeling like a failure. In this class, you'll discover how to actually move on after divorce so you can finally feel whole and regain your confidence without feeling like you failed. Don't wait. Click the link in the show notes to add your name to the waitlist and be the first to get notified once this class goes live. I won't be offering this for free forever though, so be sure to sign up for this limited offer. See you there. Getting divorced can be the loneliest experience ever. Usually, all of your friends are in relationships, as people typically build friends around your marriage, but when you're getting divorced, it's hard for some of those women in your circle to understand exactly what you're going through and give you the support that you need. That's why we are introducing Real Talk. Here, we're bringing in women with real stories and all of their unique details that they've experienced in their divorce and how they got through it and came out stronger than ever. When we record these all the women sharing their story come in with one purpose to provide comfort for someone who is going through it these sessions are meant to help you feel not so alone and that somebody has been in the exact same shoes as you and perhaps a little light at the end of the tunnel As our very first episode of Real Talk, I'm so excited to bring on Jessica Johnson with a complicated blonde, who's also a friend of mine that I connected with on social media years ago. And we've seen each other grow these past couple of years. She's here to talk about her divorce, some of the things that she experienced, where she's at now, and what she's learned looking back. I love what she's got going on on her social media. I watch her Insta stories all the time. They're so raw, so honest. She keeps it real, so I'll definitely be including her Insta handle in the show notes. And there's also going to be a link to her blog, so be sure to check it out. And now on to the interview. We had started,
1: we was actually separated about two years ago. And that first year, I spent a lot of time um, journaling through just kind of everything after my husband moved out. It was right before the holidays. And so it was really emotional kind of timing. And so I just Uh would journal through everything. Like anytime I had thoughts or feelings, a lot of times I felt like I couldn't, I didn't really know what I was feeling. And so yeah, wow. it helped me to kind of write it down and say like, okay, well, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. Like I felt really numb almost like I was kind mm-hmm. of a ghost, like floating through the process. And so that helped me to kind of resonate with what was actually happening. And so I kind of just did that like random thoughts, um, long journals, like whatever it was. And I would just kind of jot these, these thoughts and these feelings and these notes down whenever I needed to, and so then I had thought about blogging for years and years, and I just never got into it, and so as I was going through kind of this process, I also had a hard time since I, I work from home, and I stayed in the, the house that we had shared together, um, just kind of being at home alone, and so a lot of it for me was kind of a creative project to then focus on, And take all that negative energy and all that emotion and kind of funnel it into this one project that I really was passionate about. And so one day I just was like, oh, I'm going to share, like, I'm just going to start sharing it. (laughs) And so like I went through the process of getting the social media and getting the domain and kind of working on these things and just started kind of posting and sharing without really any real intention or direction for where I was headed (laughs) and <laughs>
2: so, so crazy. <laughs> That's just like so insane how that like yes. turned
1: out. <laughs> yes. And like I know that a lot of it was like really personal. Like I'm um, in the beginning of my vlog too, it was a lot of just like really personal, like this is exactly what happened and it was kind of and so then I changed it a tiny bit just to be a little more episodic in nature of kind of like this is rather than like a really chronological ordering of how everything was happening um if that mm-hmm. makes sense <laughs> so yeah um but yeah so I just it was like in my actual journal so like it's a lot of it I would like edit it very minimally because I wanted to share it as real and honest as possible that was my goal kind of from the beginning was to be real and honest about it because I think so it can be sort of taboo and like divorce and like don't talk about it and like people are crazy and hurt and emotional and like you shouldn't have to hide all of that that you're going through and so my original kind of mission was to to share that with people to just kind of be like um give some honesty to to how they're feeling and what they're experiencing um and that you know they have somebody who's going through it and and then in the past couple months as I've moved out of that um kind of initial grief process moving into kind of what's next and how you can still enjoy and live your life and build a life that you love um even after divorce or setback of any kind
2: it's been so awesome like seeing the all of the posts and I I resonate so much with everything that you post on social media and the complicated blonde and I think like is there something maybe it's just me but is there something that Really magical about when you really post something that's kind of like healing for yourself, but knowing that you're helping in the healing of other people. There's something like so special about that, right?
1: There really is. I mean, in the beginning, like I said, I just kind of started sharing, not thinking that anyone would read it or care yeah. or resonate. And the more so, it was a healing for me to be able to write. And it was mm-hmm. a really kind of a, a process, a cathartic process for me. And then people did start to respond <laughs> and to, um, you know, to resonate with my words. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling that exact same way. I've done, you know, that exact same thing. I, have you know, said this same thing. I felt this way. And it was really like the more that I realized that I was helping people and that they were resonating with what I had to say, like it made me want to give give more, you know, and share more, and really kind of honor, honor that, because it's a really crazy cool thing that social media allows us to do, which is to connect with people all over the that's world. Awesome. And
2: totally, ah, <laughs> uh, I feel you, that's like, yeah, so,
1: true. So, so
2: true, yes, so how I long, long has it
1: been, actually, in this community, oh, sorry. yes,
2: it's so true, no, be like, I feel like, The people that I've connected with from the very beginning, um, are I don't know, I've never met any of you guys in person, but I just feel like this connection, you know, it's I don't know, it's really strange. Like, I guess we follow each other and we can totally resonate. (laughs) So, that's
1: (laughs) true. How long has it
2: been since you've been divorced? Like, officially,
1: my proceeding was a little bit different, we separated like. October 22nd 2018 or 2016 sorry it's 2018 now so and then the divorce was actually finalized um pretty quick um in March of 2017 so really only a couple months that we were separated um my ex-husband was really pressuring me like file the paperwork like what are we waiting for this and that and so um like every day he had been sending me text messages about how I needed to file and using all these choice words and I felt like really pressured to like from him and from like family like what are you doing like
0: uh-huh.
1: if you're going to divorce divorce and so um finally I actually filed the paperwork and um it and he defaulted on everything so he waited <laughs> he rather than read it rather than sign anything um, cuz we shared a we shared a home and a car Um, and because he defaulted on everything, they basically just awarded whatever I had said in the, um, original paperwork. So it was really, actually really painless and really fast, um, and painless, that's not the right word. It was very painful. Like I had to fill out that paperwork in stages and I would do it for Uh, a while and then I would be like, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. And this is sad. (laughs) So you represent um, yourself. I did, yes. I did not have a lawyer, oh, so um, at all? yeah. So, nope, not at all. <laughs> so, wow. um, the house, the the house, we actually still. His name is still on the mortgage and the title. I was not. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't changed that. That'll be one of my next steps. And the car we had shared was the one that I was involved in that accident earlier this summer. So the car is gone, but we do still share the the house but he has no legal claim to any of it because of the because I was awarded everything in the Oh god. So yes. Oh, and so I just it. hadn't refinanced, um, mainly just because um I hadn't needed to and like yeah, sure. it was all just too much for me to do. And so like right totally. now that I'm kind of moving out of that, like I I feel like I will uh probably look into doing that. <laughs> Or at it's least, like, yeah, is it? it. It really it's is. Like, so many like, things. Exactly. They always like, say like, that like, a like, lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, they always say, like, when you are married to someone, essentially the idea is that two people become one. And so when you divorce from that person, it's like you're ripping off a part of your body. And it's really like when I heard that, I, I, Really resonated with that because that's really what it felt like. It felt like I was like cutting off my own arm <laughs> sometimes <Yeah. laughs> uh, and like I it was like a strange <laughs> foreign feeling, you know, like okay, now I have to get you know used to a life without an arm and you know or you know utilize other other things.
1: <laughs> yes, I completely agree, like I guess the, I didn't realize like I mean that it would be such an emotional thing, you know? And, um, and just that, the that I didn't realize, I guess, that I would have, I mean, I know like you, you, it's not good, but like, I guess I just didn't realize how hard it was really going to be. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, and then it's down to dollars and cents and, you know, property and things like that. And it's like this person that you loved and pledged to be with forever it's suddenly you know you're spewing venom and fighting over everything, so like sure. that is not, and it's just yeah for months and months and like, uh, and it was really anticlimactic. Like then you just get this piece of paper that's like dissolution filed, yeah. the end. Like you're divorced, <laughs> and I'm like that's it. Like that's like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like that's <laughs> it. And I was like. I didn't even know if I was actually divorced. I was like, "Is that what that means? Like, what in the hell?"
2: <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> totally. Yeah. Like, wow, this is what it is gonna feel like, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like this is it. So. Um, and what's yeah. interesting is that he, is that he pressured you to to file, and then you filed, and then he d- dragged his feet the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's so what I th-
2: find really ironic.
1: Yes. And like, I didn't really want to file. Like the whole thing was, I thought we would separate for a while and like maybe, you know, things work on things. And like we had been trying Mm -hmm. to do counseling, you know, things like that. So then for him, I felt like I really needed to file because he was saying that all the time. And like, then, yeah, then he, so now he likes to say, well, like you divorced me. Like, I don't talk to him anymore, but like now he's like, well, you divorced me. You did this. You filed the paperwork. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you were saying that every day, a hundred times a day. Like, what's happening? Why haven't you filed? Like, you know, and calling me names and things like that. And so then I did, and now it's all my fault. Like, I divorced him. So
2: (laughs) people are like, yeah,
1: you just can't win. (laughs) So
2: now that you are divorced, what's your favorite thing about being divorced? silver
1: lining I guess, <laughs> right the silver lining is that i can do anything i want to do and i can i can yeah cook whatever i want for dinner i can go out of town if i oh want. that's I a good one <laughs> late, right i'm like i can work late if i want i can see family and friends i can you know i can sleep late i can um leave the dishes out for Three days or a week if I want to. Like, (laughs) I just not having to check with somebody about everything, I guess, is just kind of having that freedom. Um, The other
2: day I was at Whole Foods or World Market or one of those Marshalls or one of those places like that. And I was with my dad and I was shopping for a bath mat and I bought a pink one and I go, you know, that's kind of the beauty in divorce is that you can buy a lot of pink shit for your house and nobody can say anything.
1: <laughs> that is true. Like my office, I changed it. It's like all pink. My chair is pink and there's like oh, pink everywhere it. in the office. <laughs> uh, so that's very I love true. It. Yes, I can paint the house whatever colors I want. I can do, you know, I can do anything. Um, and that, yeah, you're right. Pink everywhere. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
2: I love it. So, like, I wanted to like basically the whole reason of like these real talk sessions is so that women who are going through it currently can know that there's other people out there who have been through the shit, like they're feeling. And so, I guess I want to take it back and ask if you remember like the exact moment of when you realized like holy shit I'm getting a divorce like this is actually happening to me and can you I guess give any details on that
1: yeah I um I had wrote a post kind of about that like when the like the first day when he moved out and like cuz even mm-hmm. then i didn't really necessarily feel like it was over it was kind of surreal and i mean i guess that that's like when you're married and somebody moves out of the house like that's a pretty <laughs> pretty big deal but like even then i yeah. didn't feel like it was over i didn't either and though
2: like, so yeah, when yeah you know, right now, like, i didn't feel I, yeah crazy. i didn't feel i still thought that there was like hope left too for sure
1: Yes. And so like I felt like I like oh we'll work it out, you know. And so then as we moved into like the next and so like we talked still quite a bit and like we were still talking and like none of it was really good and I just felt like we needed, you know, a little downtime to kind of let things settle. And so then kind of as we moved into the the first part of the year and um that kind of started happening that like with like I said the choice words and like why haven't you filed and this and that and I felt Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure there and so then again it just kind of I guess became more and more clear to me that like okay well now I need to file and I felt like I was getting pressure kind of from family and friends too like well what are you doing like are you working it out why haven't you filed you know and so like I just felt Mm -hmm. like I was really numb through a lot of it, and so um, I feel like even then, I don't know if there was one specific moment that I was like, well, this is it. I mean, I guess when I filed the paperwork, you know, and had to serve him the papers, um... And I don't think I served, I can't actually honestly remember, I probably blocked some of that out. But (laughs) (laughs) once the the process started, and it was like the legality, um, you know, of of that happening, like divorce is imminent, like, I guess that's kind of what, like, solidified it. And so, like I said, filling out that paperwork was really hard. Like, as I started to do that, I was like... Holy shit! Like this is real. We are not getting back together. <laughs> like yeah. we're getting divorced. Like here it yeah. is. So and then uh. even then like like I said, it was like an anticlimactic process. And mine was really fast. But then like oh, okay, we just get a letter. Like you don't just feel like automatically divorced, and it's just like a right. piece of paper. <laughs> so then I'm like, I still didn't feel divorced for like a long time. <laughs> So yeah, I
2: it was just like for me it was really hard because I felt like I had failed at something and I'm yeah. super competitive and so for me it was like I just failed at like one of the biggest things or most important things of life. I mean later on yeah. I realized like you know it's really not that important but um yeah, yeah that's that's kind of my feeling. And so I like when that you, way too, you can, that
1: Oh, I was I'm just sorry, gonna sorry. say I felt that way too, the the failure and like just that I was, yeah, letting everybody down and like I felt really confused, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, did I try hard enough? Did I work hard enough? What could I have done different? You know? And so like it just and everybody's got an opinion, you know, your family and friends and a lot of times even though they care and they love you, they're not saying the most helpful things. And so right it's just yeah it's just quite the the process
2: yeah and since you represented yourself i know like i represented myself the first half of my divorce because i didn't have any money and attorneys are freaking expensive um i guess i how did you how do you feel that you like handled all of that do you feel like you could have used an attorney if if you had a means or were you okay?
1: For me, it didn't seem like we had kind of agreed on like me keeping the house and some other things. And so um, I felt pretty comfortable in it. I mean, it's really confusing when you get like all the paperwork and um I actually did everything online. Like I literally just filled it out and then you submit it online and pay the fees. And like, they say like, Oh, this is wrong or whatever. Like they didn't really, um, and then I would correct it, but it was like a pretty like seamless process. Um, for me anyway, I never really felt like I needed a lawyer, but that was because he wasn't really fighting back on anything that Got I had it. wanted and uh-uh. we had kind of settled on stuff. So there was stuff that he wanted with like the house and like he had kept saying, like, he wanted me to sell the house, but my family had put the money down for the house um, and, and I work from home and things like that. And so it was really important to me and to um, my family who had given the money that like I not lose that, some of that money in the, in the process. And so yeah. Um, him and I had made some arrangements like privately for financial stuff. And so I ended up paying him um some money, but like I had done that privately. We didn't do any of it like through the court. Um and mm. then because of that, like him not really reading the the paperwork or anything like that, like if he had started to challenge it, I definitely think I probably would have needed a lawyer um yeah but because he didn't really challenge it i got lucky there in quotes said <laughs> uh, yeah. there's nothing about this is lucky or fun but sure. I guess I, I I mean it worked out that like I didn't really have to have to do that um and I because I had thought about that and like and he kept saying that like I'm going to get a lawyer and blah 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 and I was like okay but it never really got to that. So in the grand scheme of things, it could have been much worse and it really wasn't. Um, That's good. I mean, we also don't have children and yeah, there's not like, we didn't have a lot of assets together. We basically just kind of agreed that, you know, our retirement stuff was our own. Like we just kind of basically agreed on everything um, with that and then settled kind of the the financial separately.
2: Well, that's good. I mean, I think that alleviates a lot of like the yeah, like the technicality part of divorce. But I mean, ultimately, I think we're always stuck with like we're all, regardless of like you know having assets or kids or whatever, we're still stuck with like the emotional trauma of like yeah. what divorce brings to you.
1: Exactly.
2: And, like I guess while you're go- while you're going through that, I I feel like so many people, at least of my friends, none of my friends were getting divorced. And so I didn't really have anybody to like pump me up, I guess you could say, or when I had to present myself in court or if I was like crying alone in my bathroom or whatever, but I guess like Mm -hmm. I really had to learn how to like pep talk myself. And so I guess it was that something that you found that like you had to do yourself and like what what would you what would be like the common thing that you would tell yourself like as you were going through it?
1: Yeah, I I guess a lot of it I would think like yeah, because people don't I mean they want to make you feel better but at the same time like there's not a lot that makes you feel better. And Mm -hmm. I was like working through this during one of my busiest times of the year too. So I was like trying to, I was, yeah, having to kind of compose myself when I'm crying and then go into a meeting. (laughs) And so like my boss one day, like nobody really knew because I didn't want to talk about it. And my boss Mm -hmm. had called one day and I would like, had been crying and there was like no avoiding it. He's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, Uh, well, I'm getting divorced, so, (laughs) and so, like, (laughs) and, um, was just, like, wow, you know, like, nobody knew, and, like, you're working all this, and, like, haven't said anything, um, and so, yeah, I guess I used to just kind of tell myself, like, that, you know, it's going to be okay, and that people do this every day, and they live through it, and, you know, there's people everywhere that are going through the same thing as me and like that it is not, you know, I don't know that I really had like a, a mantra. Yeah. I mean, I guess I used to say a lot of times like it is what it is, <laughs> you know, mm. like, yeah, um, and then I would say, I'm fine, it's fine. I still say that sometimes. I'm fine, it's
2: fine. I'm oh fine. yeah. Totally. It's <laughs> just like sometimes you just so have like, to like proclaim be fine. it, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: everything's okay, like you're okay. <laughs> you know, and just like yeah, like I guess little nuggets here and there of just like everything's gonna be okay, it's gonna work out, like this is shitty, but it's really not the end, you know, of of the world, and, um, yeah, I don't know, though, if I had, like, a one set word, but.
2: Same, yeah, no, I, right. I, I kind of, like, in the moment, I always just get so curious about what that looks like for people, you know, and, like, each of their own unique things, like, sometimes there's people who can, like, be really kind to themselves, which is what I'm still, working on but other yeah. times most of like my pep talks are like listen you need to pull this shit together <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> We got to handle this
2: or something like that yeah
1: well and actually now that I'm thinking about it I did use to say to myself because I felt like I had made a mistake and that you know and that I I just felt yeah really to blame for a lot of this and so I did mm. use to say to myself all the time I would say you made the best decision that you had with the information you had at the time because i used to always oh. think like oh i could have i could have done this different i i should have done it this way i should have said that and so like i think a lot of it that you know like i didn't have that experience and so now it's really easy to say oh i should have done that i could have done it this way and so like i just had to remind myself like i did make the best decision that i could with the information that i had at the time that this was happening so That's-
2: amazing and like (laughs) like I'm writing that down right now because that's like so it's so true it's like yeah we all could could have and should have done something differently but that wasn't the case of the circumstance at the time you know (laughs)
1: like yeah exactly I didn't have the information I didn't know some of these things that I know now you know like so Mm -hmm. it, it just it did help me to to remind myself that like yeah maybe that was wrong But then, you know, you can't go back and fix it. So the only thing you can do is don't make either the same, you know, not say the same thing, not do it the same way next time. But like, I really was doing the best that I could. Right. My friends say that I say that a lot of the time. I say I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) Yeah. So that's another one I always say. (laughs) I was doing the best I can when I was, you know, that I could then. I was doing everything I could with the information that I had. But yeah, I still say that a lot back off. I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. So like what, and now I guess talking about like looking back and kind of like reanalyzing things, like if you could go back in time and talk to the woman that you were going through your divorce, like what would you have told yourself like at that time, if you could give yourself any advice?
1: I guess a lot of it for me was, was some of that just like that it's okay to be feeling the way that you're feeling. I feel like people just think like sometimes like, Oh, you're divorced and like, that's that. And you'll just move right on and fall in love and be happy. And I feel like I would have told myself that like, this is going to be a process and like a longer process of healing And that you don't have to be over it like lickety split, you know, and that it is going Uh, to be okay and that you are going to live through it and, you know, fall in love again. And that, um, you know, and that you're not a failure (laughs) at life and marriage just because, you know, this happened and that um, just because you're having, you know, a setback right now doesn't mean that there isn't hope in the future and that you can't still have a great life. I mean, it's really hard, I guess, realizing like you, you put to bed all the, all the thoughts you have for your future, all your plans, mm-hmm. like, um, like your previous, previously secure future is now like a big scary question mark and that's tough. And so I think just yeah. kind of would say to myself back then, like, you can still love life and move forward, and that you know that you'll be happy again because and that it's not like that it is a grief process, and so it's not always linear, and it's not always you know that easy to just kind of bounce back like it does come mm-hmm. in stages and phases and and like we were saying earlier, that it's almost an everyday commitment to being okay with the choices that you've made and being positive for the for future planning you know and like it's like an everyday choice to move forward and not always Absolutely. an easy choice <laughs> so yeah um do you feel I mean, that like
2: you learned new things about yourself in through your divorce like you you grew obviously
1: you know Yes, I do think that I'm like a lot stronger than I thought I was, <laughs> and that I was like I'm never gonna make it out of this. <laughs> and totally. Um. Yeah, and that you have kind of those de- self-defeating, you know, thoughts, and um, I just kind of learned, I guess, yeah, a lot through the process, just that um, that this that I am who I am, you know, and that, again, it is a growing process, and so, like, I struggled a lot, I guess, with, like, regret and, like, remorse over, like, yeah, things that I said or did or shouldn't have done and Mm -hmm. handled things Mm -hmm. the way that I did, and so, I guess, like, just giving yourself a little bit of grace to go through the process of, like, all those things that, like, I'm, like, oh, okay, well, I shouldn't have done all of this, but, too late for that now, you know. So like just not making the same mistakes, I guess, in the future. And so a lot of times, yeah, I just think that I've learned to kind of, I guess, self soothe and kind of release that stress and sadness and any of those other, you know, anger, all the emotions that you'll have, you know, going through that. Um, just learn how to process that a little bit better. And right. like yeah, and how to deal with, and cope with, you know, old memories, and, you know, all these things that are going to happen, and so, um, yeah, just being able to, I guess, like, in the beginning, I didn't really feel like, yeah, I had it together, I was keeping it together, you know, and so I think that learning how to be alone again, that's something I've always talked about, too, is that was really, you go from, like, coupled, and everything is, with this other person and your other half and they're always there and you always have a plus one to like being mm-hmm. alone again. And so just kind of reteaching myself how to, to be alone again and to be okay with being alone again. Um, and I think that's a big thing. I think a lot of times people jump into new relationships and I sort of did that. And then like, just realizing like, okay, maybe I need to work on me right now and like heal me and heal all of this that I've gone through so that I can be better in a relationship in the future and not do the same things, you know, or make the same mistakes or so-called mistakes that I think maybe I did. And um, yeah, it's just been a really long, I guess, kind of self-discovery process of like, yeah, what do I really want? And what is a non-negotiable for me? And what do I expect, you know, in a marriage and in a partnership and how to communicate that better with somebody um, that I'm with and, um, to family and things like that so I just think it's been a long process of just like yeah learning who I am again like because I'm not the same person I was before I was single I met him you know and now that I'm single again or whatever like but it's different you know I had this whole other life-changing experience in between then so it's like finding out who you are that sounds trite or cliche but like finding out who you are again <laughs> totally Without this and getting person. to know yourself <laughs> yeah and getting to know yourself again um <laughs> hi it me can be really great too yeah like it's gonna be really great like I'm pretty cool <laughs> so exactly I know I love
2: that I love that I think it's like you know there's certain times where like I'll like make a joke like in my own mind and I'll just start laughing like a crazy person out of nowhere right. and I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm just really funny <laughs> right. oh.
1: uh, I hear yeah like especially us, 'cause because we both work from home so it's like I, yeah, I spend yeah. a lot of time with me and so <laughs> I'm like yeah. I really if have only to make sure that I'm talk, okay right <laughs>
2: I know, dang it. At least she's
1: been good company, though, but, yeah, so. (laughs) So
2: I know that, like, right now, relationships are kind of off the table for both of us. We've kind of been, like, self-proclaimed, like, single stage for a while, and, but if you were to jump into another relationship, what do you think that would be, like, the one thing that you would do differently?
1: I think a lot of it is about communicating expectation. Um, And I think a lot of times we expect people to read our minds or to like know how to do the right things that make us happy. And I think a lot of it was communication. I think that if we had talked about things like sooner rather than letting them get to like a huge boiling point. That all of that could have been, I mean, maybe avoided or kind of, I, I just really think, yeah, communicating like what you expect from one another with, in terms of life and finances and family and, and all of that, you know, up front that you, that you want the same things and that you're moving forward in the same way. Um mm-hmm. Versus just kind of like, oh, I don't want to tell them that because I don't want to, you know, hurt their feelings or I don't want, you know, this to change. And then we end up, you know, kind of in these long term relationships where maybe you don't have the same values and you're not able to communicate about finances or something like that. So I think that that was kind of one of my biggest issues i guess was, but i think yeah. that's a problem in a lot Too of nice. relationships <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i um it means so much that you are my first guest <laughs> i've been doing a lot of like self talk on here and it's like so <laughs> special to have you on and have you share um for everybody to hear and and you're so brave and i like i had told you off offline but I absolutely love like your stories they like give me life when I watch them I just like find myself cracking up (laughs) um so how can people find you and what you're up
1: to? I am you can find me primarily well I'm on all over social media um primarily Instagram um, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and then the blog, which is the same name, thecomplicatedblonde.com. And um, I'm pretty active. So if people have questions or want to talk, I have done a lot of that. So I am happy to always, I respond to each and every person that reaches out to me. Um, so I'm always around if people have questions or need some a pep talk or some support. Um, ah. You're so everybody, good. You're so good at we're that. all here, I'm here, yes, to listen, and to to build you up, and to remind you that everything's going to be okay,
2: uh, you're so great, uh, and I will actually link your profile in the show notes, and then I also am going to link that um, post you did when he moved out, I'm going to link that in the show notes, too, because I think that would be Super, super helpful for people. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again. And I'm gonna of course.
0: wanna learn more? I'm gonna add a link in the show notes to the website, herheartheals.com. And there you can access all of my helpful tips, the blogs on there, and schedule a session with me. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to connect. You can follow me, and my handle is at herheartheals. Hope to connect with you soon.